Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Beyond Your Best Plan. It is the Fab Five. There are four of us today, actually. We are missing our sister, Catherine. But today I have with me our truth teller, Claudette, our organizer, Sarah, our healer, Kathleen, and me, Whitney. I am the connector. How's it going, ladies? Hello, hello. Hey. Hello, everyone. (laughs) Good to see you. It's good to be here. Today, we're going to be talking about happiness, choosing happiness. And Claudette's going to lead our conversation. I have no idea what direction this is going to take, but let's just set this up and say happiness is that feeling that you know that feeling that you get when you know life is good and you just can't help but smile right it's the opposite of sadness and it's a general sense of well-being joy contentment and i'm going to say it's a choice we'll see if the other ladies agree we'd want to know if you agree whether happiness is a choice. And if it is a choice, how do we make that happen? So Claudette, you're up. How do you want to lead us in this fabulous discussion about being happy and choosing happiness? Well, I say let's follow the yellow brick road right into the rainbow of happiness, right? I love it. Because what what happens is if we're not happy, we're sad. And I've been sad and sad kind of sucks. It just doesn't feel good. It feels very constrictive, contracting. You just generally don't feel good about yourself for anything else. So the challenge is how do we shift from being sad or upset or whatever feeling is taking away the, the peace and contentment of happiness? And how do we do that? Because there's a universal principle that joy is the gateway to heaven within. Heaven is that state of being within yourself where you have peace, you have wholeness, and you feel that contentment and that happiness and that joy. And when that's not, when we're not in joy, it cuts that access off to that place within us that has all the answers. And so I think it's a matter of, you know, a lot of us will expect happiness to just come. We, you know, I can remember having this idea that someday I'll be happy or someday I'll succeed or someday. And it's like, I felt like a ship was going to come in and just make everything better. And then I got older and I was like, it's not coming in. The ship isn't coming in. I have to make everything better. 
like I am the solution that I've been looking for. And all the answers are within me when I connect to the divine within. And so we all desire it. I'll share with you what I do. And then then we're going to open this up for discussion because I love my sisters and I love to hear their viewpoints and and share all of our diversity. So for me to become happy, it's about imagination. Imagination is the gateway, the access to joy. And so if I'm not happy in a certain situation, I will begin to imagine the solution and I will begin to pretend and use my imagination and go into the joy as if it were already resolved. And the secret to that is it actually opens up that gateway within me and it opens up my mind in infinite intelligence for all the solutions to actually start to appear. They can come in my mind as a thought and inspiration. They could come to me through someone else. I don't care how the how happens, but I do care about being happy because like I told you, I lived my life long enough with it sucking. Okay. So now I'm all about the joy. I'm all about the happiness, but don't fake it. Like this is the biggest thing, but you can, you can say, what is that Claudette? You just said, use your imagination. When you use your imagination, you use all five senses and you actually go into the feeling of happiness. And if you persist in that, all things will begin to line up to help support you in that happiness. So it's not just in your willpower or in your mind going, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy when you're really not. So you have to actually go into the feeling of what the sadness is, shift it, use your imagination, step into the fullness, the feeling of whatever being resolved is resolved. Even if it's just you're unhappy in general with life, what would it be like to be in the sun, walking through a field, imagining it and knowing everything is okay and that you're held in infinite love by the universe and then go into that feeling, right? So I'm going to open this up. Who wants to go first? Is it Sarah? Are you ready? You mentioned there was a time when you weren't happy. I can remember a time when I was not happy. I wasn't happy in my personal life, in relationships. I wasn't happy with my health. I wasn't happy with finances. It's like, you know, if you look at the all the, the different aspects of your life, I wasn't happy in any of them. And I made a decision. I think I've shared this before, but I made this decision when I projected myself into the future. And I was like, if if I get to be 80 and I have lived my entire life miserable, who wants that? Right. And so I I made this decision. I was going to be happy and to figure out what that was for me, how that translated, what that meant in the different aspects and areas of my life. And it started with, you know, here's an interesting thing. You said don't fake it. And I agree, but there's something to be said about changing your physical state that helps you change your mental and emotional state, right? And one of the things that I did, here's the funny thing. When I was growing up, I would always get people asking me why I didn't smile. Why don't you smile? Why don't you smile? 
you're such a pretty girl, it, but you never smile, which only made me not want to smile more right? <laughs> because I think I've admitted this before. A little bit of a rebel used to be a little bit of a rebel. <laughs> used to be. I'm not a rebel anymore. I'm a flow with it girl now. But it made me not want to smile more. And what I actually found was that when I started to smile for no reason other than I'm here, right? Other than it just felt good to smile things started to change. And so I walk down the street, I'm smiling. My husband thinks I'm a little bit crazy because I smile at people when they're coming towards. And I always, yeah, and I won't say always, but like maybe 98% of the time, I'm the first person to acknowledge someone else and say hi, right? With a smile on my face, because it makes me feel good. And then when I feel good, that translates out. So it started with the smile. Movement is really important, right? It helps with the endorphins and the serotonin and the dopamine and and paying attention to my successes. All of those things are things that help to keep me in a state of happiness. Am I there perfectly all the time? No, but I know what to do to change that, to move that. And not, I allow myself, here's the interesting thing that the other day I was talking with a client and she was talking about some ways she was feeling. We have to feel what we're feeling, but that doesn't mean we have to live there or wallow in those feelings. So I acknowledge whatever's happening And then I make some affirmative, take some proactive steps to change things. So it's with smiling, um, being grateful, looking at my life, counting my blessings, being grateful and moving. So those are a couple of the practical things that I do in the moment. And then there's some other things that I do sort of universally or globally that I can uh, share a little bit later. I love that. I love the fact that you're bringing that in because yes, it takes all of the five senses. You know, it takes that feel the feeling is the secret. It takes the five senses. So the movement, the smiling, I love that because that's going to move you from that state of sucky unhappiness to happiness. So who else wants to go? Is Sarah or Kathleen? I would love to just jump in because Whitney, I just, you really helped me articulate what I feel is the difference between joy and happiness. You know, we often use joy and happiness as interchangeable. And I, and I personally just feel that they're very different. Joy is love, which is an internal state of being and happiness is an emotion and happiness can be altered depending on what the experience is that you're having in your life. If someone dies suddenly and unexpectedly in your life, you're not going to be happy. And yet you can still feel the joy of life in general. So that just feels a little differently for me. And I love how we're just have this conversation about being able to open that up and, and get people to start to think a little deeper and a little, maybe, maybe broaden their awareness and be curious about the difference between joy and happiness. 
Now, I will say that I've learned throughout the years that my happiness often depended on what was happening on the outside. What was happening, whether my finances, I mean, Claudette, you brought it up, whether your finances were full, whether, you know, your relationships are good or, I mean, happiness sometimes depends on what's happening in your life and events do happen in our lives that do not make us happy. Can I say that I was happy as I found out that my sister's partner dropped dead suddenly with a heart attack? No. And at the same time, I can say that I felt the joy of life still there inside me. And joy comes from knowing that life brings us experiences that help us grow, that if we decide to step into the journey of life, whatever that might be, whether it's you know a successful partnership with someone or a business transaction that 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 really made you excited and and feel like great i succeeded so it doesn't always have to be negative but i i feel like there's a chance for us to really explore what brings us joy of life versus happiness in the experience that we're in and so you know i really love what you brought up Whitney is that changing your state of being, you know, that was actually one of my live this morning is like, you know, be aware of the choices that you make and consciously choose of if you're feeling as if you have, you're out of alignment and your body's talking to you, then shift it up, change your environment. You know, we've talked about it before here and take action to shift that and bring you back into the joy of life. So I hope that made sense to all of you ladies and our listeners that I just really feel, you know, I've, I resisted and I, I'm just going to put it out here. I resisted, you know, Catherine brought up us doing a, a, a segment on happiness three or four times. Like she's brought it up several times and I resisted. I sat back. I was, I was really resistant because I just, I had to process in my mind what that resistance was and why that was. And it wasn't that I didn't want to do a segment on happiness. I just felt like there was an interchangeable, there was an interchangeable experience with Catherine on happiness and joy. And for me, I feel they're very different. Joy is love and happiness is an emotion. That's all. And so I'm glad that we're having this conversation because it kind of opens it up for other people to be curious about what, what's happening for them. And I love it because what you're bringing up is happiness for me may look like something very different for happiness for you. And we can't project what we think happiness is for someone else. That goes into a whole conversation of, but I I did this to make them happy and they're not happy, right? Happiness looks different for everybody. So if you want to do something for somebody, we can do a podcast on that in the future what would happiness look like for you? So Sarah, what does it look like for you? Such an interesting topic because I would agree with Kathleen in that happiness does feel a little bit more like a surface emotion. When I think of happiness, I think of myself at a concert with live music or at a at Bush Gardens, riding the roller coasters and laughing, or just singing with my friends, you know, to terrible karaoke together. You know, those things bring me happiness. But for me, I don't know. I feel like happiness is in these short bursts, right? 
And joy, to your point, Kathleen, is this long, intimate, deep feeling. It is in a state of being, right? But happiness is so important. But I also think it's important to understand we cannot sustain being happy 100% of the time. And that that is not really the essence of life. If that were the case, there wouldn't be a rise and fall, you know, a birth, a death, et cetera. Those things wouldn't occur. And so I'm really, really grateful for everything and knowledge that Whitney has shared because those are the tools, the powerful tools that I use to get in happiness. And I do believe it's a state of mind. But I don't believe it's okay to live there constantly. If you're living there constantly in happiness, not joy, I don't, there's because I think we've defined that those two things are different. But in happiness, to your point, Kathleen and just Whitney too, sadness comes, unhappiness comes, dark times come. But in those moments, there's power too, and there's growth, and there's introspectiveness, or there's the opportunity to pull yourself out through curiosity, and then maybe create new discoveries that you wouldn't have discovered if you were never pulling yourself out. So I do focus on happiness, and I focus on moving forward in my day. And Whitney, I remember back in maybe around 2018, I started practicing looking at people smiling, engaging, connecting. And the the power that comes from that action of just looking at the person on the street next to you and creating a space for acknowledgement, creating a space for a smile, that elevated my life. It elevated my being to such a higher level, being able to not have my head down, and not not be connected, you know, and to me, that brought forth an enormous amount of happiness, those little bursts, those little moments that just bring that burst of happiness. So thank you for pointing that out as well. You know, I'm, I'm glad to where, that, Whitney, because I just want to just acknowledge you too for, for bringing that up. I just would just and I know that you had your mic off and I was just like, oh, but I just want to just acknowledge you as well, because when I smile and I do the same thing. So when I smile at people, that actually brings me joy. It fills the inside of me up to be able to spread that light out into the world because their reaction shifts. And so that's just brings me back to what I share about like how we show up in the world affects other people. And so when we're in our joy and sharing that, that brings that may bring happiness or joy to someone else, but it's different. So that's it. I just wanted to acknowledge you, Whitney. You know, I thank you. I appreciate that. I, you know, it's interesting, and I love that we can have these conversations. That as much as we see things alike, that we don't always see everything exactly the same, right? And we're we're five different people who have had five different life experiences, if not more than that because I know some of us have had past lives. So, you know, there are five of us here and maybe we've had 150 different life experiences between us, but we bring all of that. And I agree with you, Kathleen and Sarah, to a large extent, right? I think what what I hear 
a saying for the most part that is that joy is really this internal feeling or emotion or, or state of being and happiness is more of an outward expression of that, which may ebb and flow. And so, you know, I have thought about it sort of in those distinct ways, but I think for simplicity's sake, I tend to just go with happiness, right? Happy. And, but I, I, I think you can be constantly happy and that it's okay to be constantly happy if you are, and this goes to a point Claudette made, which is what makes you happy? One of the things I think we don't do is take the time to figure out what is happiness and or joy for ourselves. We are borrowing other people's definitions or looking at what's happening in other people's lives, comparing, trying to live out Madison Avenue's you know, life for us rather than, and these were your words, I believe, Sarah, right? Being in alignment, you know, understanding who you are and what matters to you, your values, the, the priorities in your life, and then being in alignment with that. That's the piece that gives you sort of this foundational joy. And then the happiness becomes the I see it more as an outward expression of that joy that may have some ebbs and flows rather than necessarily a, that it's necessarily situational, right? And it certainly can be. I am happy because I choose to be happy. I am in joy because like Kathleen said, I'm in joy because I am love. I am love right? I'm, I don't just feel love, but I am love because I am in the image of the creator who is love and perfect love. So that just on its own sets a tone and a foundation for life. And then I choose to express that in the things that I do. And I believe that we can enhance that we can at any point go along with whatever we're feeling. And the bottom line is if you are feeling something that you don't want to be feeling, if you don't, and notwithstanding chemical imbalances and needing, you know, professional help or anything like that. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not even a healer like the healers on this, uh, on our program, but I, you know, I have been unhappy. I have been miserable. I have probably been depressed in my life, Um, not clinically diagnosed, but I would, you know, from my matchbook medical degree, I would say I was probably depressed at some points in my life. And honestly, deciding that I wanted differently And then taking the time to figure out what it was that would make that happen. And so each of us has to do that, right? We each have to do that. And what makes me happy or joy-filled is not necessarily the same on every level in every aspect of our of our lives as the other four of my co-hosts, right? All of us have different things and that's okay, 
And if what makes you happy is not the same as what makes your sister or your mother or the, you know, your coworkers happy, that's okay. Be okay with that. And we have got to learn to be okay with what matters to us and stop trying to keep up with the Joneses or the Kardashians or even the Fab Five, even keeping up with us. That is not the key to your happiness. Comparison is the thief of joy. So if you want to be unhappy, compare what you have, who you are, where you are in life to other people. If you want to be happy, let that stuff go. Go turn inward and figure out what that means to you, what you really value, and then take action to make that happen. What it is, is everything is feedback, right? Everything is just feedback for us. We're here to grow. If something is causing us to not be happy, what's the truth about that? What do we believe about it, right? What is creating that? And how can we move into more growth and healing? Because the state of the divine is actually bliss. Like it really is. But we don't need to be in our ego going, oh, we got to be happy all the time. This is where I said, let's not fake it. Like let's, let's actually, if we're sad, we're sad for a minute. We're sad. So now what's the truth about it? What turning inward to search for that. And if you want to take a bath, what I used to do is I used to fill my tub full of water, pour a glass of wine, light some candles, sit in and soak and connect to the divine that way. That was a beautiful experience for me. It was how I would transition. And then I would begin to ponder about the truth of things. So, you know, I would ask myself if, if I were unhappy about something that happened to me, right around me, I would be like, what, what is the truth about this? And then I would have thoughts come up and go, is that true? Really? And sometimes I would just be sad for a minute. It's okay to be sad. Nobody's, you know, I'm just saying it's, it's not fun to be sad all the time. Right. So we're here having this human experience with our soul evolving and it's got all the emotions. It's got all the senses and, you know, to the degree that you guys have explained the difference between joy and happiness. I I could go along with that because Joy is a state of being based on the knowledge we have within our soul of who we are and who the creator is and our connection to that. Joy is when we are in union with creation, however that looks for you, but it's within, then that brings joy in and of itself. And we, we are reminded of who we truly are. And then we can go through moments that create happiness, right? I love these conversations because as Whitney was talking, I had like this aha, like pop in. I'm like, I got it. Why I had such resistance to happiness and doing a segment on happiness and how I got it was that I had this flashback to how many times in my life that I pretended I was happy when I was absolutely miserable, when I was living a life, a lot, a life that it was a lie. Like my life was a lie because I wasn't being authentic and true to myself. I was constantly, and I think this is important for our listeners, whoever's listening, someone needs to hear this is that I was constantly looking as if I was happy and I had my shit together 
and all is well, and I'm kicking ass <laughs> and taking names and succeeding in life when I really didn't, I was walking through life numb and alone and scared and in fear of what's going to happen next. And I had such a resistance to this happiness concept because I think a lot of us in this world do that. And it's just really critical for you, for me, for all of us to step back and say, am I really happy? I mean, Claudette said it, you know, am I really happy or am I just pretending and still living a numb life where I'm miserable inside and pretending that all is well? And if you're doing that, then take the steps, as Whitney said, take the steps to, to see. And Sarah mentioned it, it's one step at a time. She didn't say it quite like this, but it's really, it's one step at a time. If you're not happy, explore it. See where to go from that and what's not feeling right inside. And if you don't know how to do that, connect with someone. Connect with someone who does know how to help you get there because you have the power. You have the light. You are the light. As Whitney says, we are love. We are the divine love. Just, just being that. So I feel like my aha is helpful for others too. So I wanted to just express that for you. That, that was freaking, I was like, mic drop on that one. That was powerful. Um, it was beautiful. It was authentic. When we, I remember you just did an aha for me. <laughs> My aha is riding on the tail of your aha um, because I chose to follow truth because I wasn't coherent. There wasn't a coherence with who I was on the inside and who I was on the outside. And I got exhausted. Like it's exhausting to try to pretend to be something you aren't when, when you're coherent inside and out, same, same, and you don't have this public and private and all these different personas you're trying to support. You're just who you are. It's a relief and it's not as exhausting. So Sarah, I, I just, I, what, what do you want to say, girl? I see it. It was such an invigorating conversation. And I think that's why, I brought up that you don't always have to be happy because a lot of us spend a lot of time faking it, you know, and it is a state of mind and it is a state of being. And some of that takes imagination to get to the other side of it. So, you know, but don't live in a state of fake happiness, right? We don't like the fake news. We don't like fake happiness, you know, but if you're genuinely not happy and you are pretending, work on discovery, work on healing, work on connecting with those that are going to support you in that journey. And, you know, it, it was one of those connections and groups that helped me realize I wasn't smiling and I wasn't looking up. I wasn't connecting with people and that I was not truly happy inside. I was ashamed. And so stepping out of that and practicing and using my imagination, such a good point, Claudette, to get on the other side and, and find true happiness and find the deep joy and peace that comes in, you know, working towards happiness and healing. And to add to all that, I just have to say, it just brings so much emotion up for me. It's like, don't wait 
until you have a traumatic experience in your life to shift that. Don't wait. You know, it took my son's death for me to see that I was living a life of lies. Don't let something like that happen. Step into your power now because you have that chance. We all do at every moment of every day. So don't wait. Live your life fully, authentically, and vulnerably today. That's beautiful, Kathleen. And it just, you know, everyone here, the way you share your hearts, the way you open up, thank you. Just thank you for being real. You're my Fab Five sisters. To all of you and anyone listening, if you're not happy, message us. Because you know what? We'll hold the space for you to grow. We'll hold the space for you to be in a sucky mood for a moment because we see the divine within you. We see who you really are. And it's just a matter of getting there. And it's okay if it takes a minute, right? It doesn't, it doesn't have to just be some quick drive through thing. If I could give you a Starbucks gift card and send you through for a latte and that would fix everything, I would have done it. Okay. But we're all growing. I'm getting, everybody gets to have a closing comment. Mine is be real with where you are. And there's power in repeating things such as I am not happy right now, but I am choosing happy. And I'm going to give you a quick little technique that you can use. It's the passing by technique. You could say the sadness is passing away from me now or passing by me now. You sometimes we can't always go from sadness to happy right away. So so the in between is this sadness is passing by me or passing away from me now or this whatever insert the problem is passing away or passing by me now. And that's where we begin to transition into it. So I'm very curious to hear what everybody else has to say about that. What's your one thing that you wish to share with our listeners now? Kathleen, you go ahead, and then Whitney and Sarah. I just want to reference the song. I was going to quickly see if I could grab the Just Be Happy song. (laughs) Um, It's amazing. And so, you know, it actually can be that simple, which is a, a state of mind change, a state of being, a state of physicality, using your senses and practicing to be more happy. Whitney. I would say going back to the very beginning, choose. And Claudette, what you just said, you didn't characterize it as an affirmation, but it was an I am statement. And initially when you said it, my bristles were up a little bit because it wasn't framed right in the positive. And then I I listened to what you were actually saying. And the bottom line is choose. And so you can say always to bridge the gap. I am choosing. Maybe, Maybe you can't go from I am depressed or unhappy or sad or whatever it is from that to happy. But you can always, always choose. And so my final word on this would be to choose, just choose. And when you make the decision to choose, it can open you up 
to the possibilities of how to make that happen. So, yeah, I love that you brought that up because to me, it's facing the monster, right? It's facing the thing and calling it out and then moving it away from you, right? So I do that to take the power from it and go, I see what's happening. I'm not going to, our ego will tend to push it down, push it aside. And then we just live with it in the corner. This is saying, look, no, I'm not happy. Okay. I love that. Passing away from me now. Like, and then when you get to the point, you feel like you can start saying, I am happy. Say that like, but it's moving this out of you and infinite intelligence will actually begin to reprogram you. As you are saying, this passes by me. Now your subconscious starts to do what you need to do without you even thinking about it of moving it away. So yes, I love that you brought that up though, but yeah, it's like kill the monster while it's small. I think Tony Robbins says that kill it while it's small before it becomes really big. So my closing statement is you are perfectly imperfect as you are love. That's it. And believe that to be true. Another mic drop moment from Kathleen. Thank you. And thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Whitney. I'm turning this back over to our host, Whitney. And thank you for joining us. And and our hope for you is that you choose happiness and do whatever it takes to get there, because this is a journey of finding our soul again, right? So Whitney? Oh, thank you. An enlightening conversation as always. I love you guys. I love the opportunity that we have to take our experiences and help, help our audience. And that makes me happy. But I want to leave these final sort of practical tips before we go. And I think we all mentioned this smiling, right? Smiling. Sometimes you just smile. You're not, you don't smile because you're happy. You're happy because you smile, right? So smile and let the chemicals that come from smiling and feeling that, let, let that bubble up inside you. The dopamine, the serotonin, the, the, the other one. Sarah knows what it is. The other one, that third endorphins, one. endorphins, that's the one, right? Smile more, move your body. Sarah was looking for a song. Every time I think of that song, I move, right? So happy, Farrell, 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 that, right? Every time I hear that song and there are other songs, it makes me want to dance. Just move your body, move your body. Get some sleep. We didn't talk about this one specifically, but being (laughs) being rested is important. Spend time with, Sarah mentioned this one, with people that you love, that will support you, encourage you. Have those people, know who those people are in your life and be around them. Get outside, move outside, sit outside, get some sunshine. Vitamin D is really good for you in that respect. Be helpful to other people. Be of service to other people. You can volunteer. You can find lots of ways to do that. Take a trip. You know, plan a trip. Take a trip. Even if it's a trip around the corner, um, (laughs) plan a trip and take it. Meditate and then be grateful. So there are lots of ways to help you move from a state of not happy to a state of happy explore them, get curious about them, 
and then take some action. And with that, we want to thank you for joining us yet again for an episode of Beyond Your Best Plan. We appreciate you being here with us. If there's a topic that you would like for us to cover in the future, we'd love to hear from you. You can drop us a line and join us in our Facebook group or on IG. We'd love to hear from you. We appreciate your reviews and comments. And again, we just thank you. So until next time, have a fabulous rest of your day and take care. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.